0: finally get to the books that have been sitting on our shelves for forever i'm leif nelson
1: and i'm emily minor
0: and this week i read the comic book series a.d after death uh which was written by scott snyder and uh illustrated or painted i don't know what the right word is uh by jeff lemire um scott snyder's pretty famous for taking over Batman in like 2011 made a couple really famous, um, storylines like the court of owls and, um, Oh wow. There are many others, but I can't there. Oh, uh, death of the family. That was the one. Mm. Um, he's also the one who's responsible for the, if you remember any comic cons or art of the Joker, but it's like, he's got a face, like just skin plat like mask on his face it's like his entire face had been ripped off and he just like taped yeah it back yeah on. i do know what you're talking he's about he's the one mm. who did that uh he's also done some other stuff witches, which is his i believe image series um and he's done a lot of stuff uh also his work on uh batman was with greg capullo um who was the artist for that jeff lemire is an artist but he's also a writer he does the black hammer series which has been going on for a while now which is a image superhero like parody is the wrong word more like homage to like uh old-fashioned comics and things like that um he also did underwater welder which uh was a graphic novel about an underwater welder And his job and his uh, wife and everything. Um, And he also does Royal City, which is another series which I actually have to read for this (laughs) podcast because I've had it for a while. But that's a lot of stuff to say that this series came out in uh, 2016, tail end of it. Um, It's only three books long. Um, They're kind of bigger volumes than normal. They're not just your normal like 20 to 30 page Comic book, they're a bit bigger. I want to say like maybe 50 pages, some might and be it, off on that.
1: And it looks almost like magazine size pages. Yeah, that's
0: that would, I'd say that's right. Um, and the it's just a nicer like cover. It feels very, I don't know,
1: not it's, flimsy. It's like that. I was feeling it earlier, and it's like that, like really nice, like, um, it's like that really, really nice what is it called? Like just stationary where it's like the th- paper mm, is thick yeah. and you can tell that it's like super like natural fibers right. yeah. and
0: like with
1: cream color.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's almost like, um, it's not, but it's sort of like canvas. In yeah. A way, like in thicker. Texture.
1: Yeah. It's um, like bumpy in a way.
0: Yeah. And so it's just nicer. Um, Image every once in a while does these, like th- they'll go a little more out of the box when it comes to, what they publish because they're like the big indie publisher um and yeah so it, it was only three books long it was then published together as a single graphic novel which makes sense like it, it reads like a graphic novel it um a complaint i usually have about some comic books is that they're too, like they're very obviously writing for the uh
1: eventual republish yeah mm. and, and this does not
0: fall into that trap i do think that like it would not be I think it makes sense either way. I actually really liked reading it by this because it actually felt like natural endpoints for each of them, not just like... like a three-act
1: and... sort yeah. of structure Okay, yeah. And
0: And uh, it did not feel like it was just an abrupt end to one part and then it, it kept going right after, which a lot of comic books can sort of feel like, to me at least. Um, it, so AD After Death, um, based on the title... It is a sort of sci-fi. I I, don't, I I've said before I'm bad at genres. I'll just say it's a sci-fi book um, about the cure for death. The cure for death has been found. It's been around for hundreds of years, if not thousands. And you, the main character, Jonah Cook, uh, was part of like the creation of it. He's not a scientist. He's a thief. He like professionally would steal things for people, and he stole the stuff necessary to create the cure for
1: mm. death. Um
0: and it's a very interesting book, and I'm I'm gonna have a bit of trouble talking about it because there are some spoilers. I'm gonna talk about them later, but I wanna try and get through as much as I can without the spoilers at first. Um for anyone who wants to like keep that for themselves. But it. You only follow Jonah. It is, like, very clearly his story. He was born in who knows when feels like mid to late 20th century, like, now-ish times before. Not now. I mean, like, he lived during what is now, and then, like, the book takes place in the far future. Okay. Um, And just based on, like, what's happening. And you... It cuts away in three, there's three parts of the story. There is the like kind of present day, which is in the far future, which is presented in your standard comic book form. Like it's got panels and speech bubbles and things like that. Um, And it's all illustrated with like this watercolor paint that Jeff Lemire does for all of his art. Um, at least as far as I can tell, it's usually pretty rough looking. Like it's, and I don't mean that like in a bad way. I just mean like it's watercolor, so it's not going to stay in the lines. And he's gonna like his uh, the lines and everything are usually kind of sketchy. Um,
1: it's beautiful, honestly. Sorry, I'm just taking a look at it.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, the only like complaint I would have about Jeff Lemire's art is that it's very. Um, it's very recognizable, which is a good thing for the artist. But for me, at least, sometimes I'm like, I don't know, it feels, I don't know, I wouldn't have this complaint about an author who has a recognizable style unless I didn't like the style, I feel like. And I like Jeff Lemire's style, style but for some reason with art, I feel a little differently. So I think that's just like a hang up I need to get over sometime. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so there's the present day, far future. Um, or I should probably say present tense, far future, comic book style, and then there is the past, and that is, um, it is written in prose, like it's just type, and it's like in a kind of artistic, like typewriter style uh, font, and there are pictures that kind of like go alongside it. It's not just written in neat book like paragraph form. It's usually shaped in some way to fit the art or vice versa
1: more poetic kind of in a way yeah
0: the the, the writing itself is not poetic um it, it uh i mean it reads like a novel or novella or what have you um and there's art to go alongside it that kind of like shows jonah's past starting with his childhood and then going forward up until uh he steals uh the cure for death and other things like that. And then there's the future, which is Jonah trying to... This is something that is kind of like revealed because like, it doesn't explain the time jumps other than the present and the far past, which are pretty obvious. Jonah is trying to escape. Um, it becomes clear that the cure for death, like something bad happened on Earth, and the cure for death the only people who are left alive on Earth live in this city up in the mountains, like, high, high, high up. And they all have the cure for death running through them. It's not something you take once and you're not going to die. It stops your body from aging and even, like, de-ages you to a point. Because there's an old man who takes it, and when you see him later, he looks middle to maybe, like, middle-aged to, like, maybe late 40s or something like that. But you see there's the future which is him escaping that where like he's going down the mountain to try and get like to the bottom and it's there's like poisonous fumes there's like these like lightning storms that are very like unnatural looking there's like a strange mutated tiger thing that hunts him at one point And, like, he's being attacked by plants as well. It's all very, like, alien. Obviously, like, Earth has changed in a lot of ways. Um, But all we know is that the people who are up here survived it all. And they are fine. They're living in, like, a... I would say it feels like a very near future kind of world. Have you ever seen, like, Gattaca Mm -mm, or anything? It's almost like that where Gattaca is, like, it's all about, like gene editing and things like that and so stuff that's beyond us but the style of it is a little more old-fashioned it looks like 40s or 50s and this doesn't look old-fashioned but it just looks very near future it's like stuff that's beyond us but it's not like
1: it doesn't seem reckoning right the only thing
0: that seems impossible is the like obviously sci-fi stuff like a cure for death Um, people still have farms they still have uh like violins and stuff they're not playing with like techno synths or whatever like that (laughs) it's not like a cyberpunk type thing okay um and so you're jumping back and forth between these viewpoints and so and they all have like different feels to them and in my opinion like the best part is the prose section which is his past and you're just following jonah where his first memory of his mom like collapsing from uh a, I, I can't remember if it's a, a something to do with her brain or if it's like a blood clot or something similar like mm. that. She collapses. She doesn't die. But like this starts leading towards or is it the first sign of a lot of health problems that she has and leading towards her death. And as you go through his past, you see like a lot of instances where he comes across death and like how that affects him. And that's super interesting. And I like the writing style that scott snyder uses for this it's very like i kind of feel like describing the whole book all three of them together as almost like literary comics like if you think of there's books and literature and then there's literary literature or literary writing things like that like it's not i don't want to say like it's above but there's definitely like there feels like there's a little more intent behind what's being written Um, And part of that is probably colored by the fact that it is just prose. It's not like comics as we usually think of it. I like the stuff, okay, that's in the future with um, him in this future society, but it feels a little more, it felt, it's strange, because all the stuff that's in the past, you kind of learn that eventually all that writing is a journal of his that he's written down, because the cure for death does not cure your capacity for memory. And so you forget stuff like a hundred, two hundred years on. If you don't write it down, you don't remember it. And he talks about how part of the culture here up in the the mountains is now like your marriages don't last. Like or most of them don't. Mm -hmm. Like people stay married for a couple cycles, as they call them. It's not super explained. I think a cycle is a hundred years, but I can't remember. And then they, like, you kind of part ways and you forget them. Like, he meets a woman who he used to be married with, or at least with, and they kind of have this, like, bittersweet moment where he's like, I've never forgotten you. Like, I've forgotten a lot of people, and you have too, and, like, we haven't forgotten each other, but she's with someone else at the moment, so, like... Mm. That's not what she wants. Mm -hmm. Um, And that stuff is like really interesting. But the stuff that takes place in the past feels like a story. Whereas a lot of the stuff that happens in the present feels like almost like it's just exposition. And it's interesting in a way because usually the backstory is the exposition. Mm -hmm. But the, the stuff that takes place at present day kind of just feels like... Because obviously you can cram a lot more story into writing. Like you can read a 300 page comic book in like an afternoon as opposed to a 300 book, 300 page novel. Like it takes a lot more time to get through the prose and it, you get to sit with it a lot longer. And I think you just sort of get more out of it in general. There is a part near like this, the middle book that. I think does a decent job of mixing the two. Um, It it felt almost like a picture book in some ways in that one where you see the people having conversations, but it's still presented with the text.
1: Mm -hmm. Paragraph form. Yeah, just in
0: paragraph form. So that was interesting. And I think the least interesting part is the future where he's running away because it just sort of felt like it's the same each time it begins and ends roughly There's at least two, like, little scenes of him running away and dealing with some problem. And it just felt like the story is not very action-heavy. It's all in that. And it felt, like, just sort of, like, obligatory. Like, oh, it's a comic book and it's in the future. Let's have some weird sci-fi stuff happen. Mm. And so he fights some plants and he fights a mutant tiger thing and he whatever i don't know it was just kind of boring it just it did not flow like the other stuff did um like the going back and forth between the past and the present as he's like kind of deciding that he wants to leave feels very natural and then the stuff at the end just sort of or the stuff that takes place when he's actually running away just sort of feels blah like whatever Hmm. and that's kind of like an i think a one of the problems i did have with it is that there's not a lot of sense of urgency. Like, you sort of feel him building to. Let me rephrase that. You don't feel him building towards, I need to leave. It's kind of revealed as you're going along that he's already decided to and has put in the works. He just needs to, like, say goodbye to a few people. But it's But it's portrayed at first like he needs to find something out, but then it's sort of, like, revealed later. Like, I've already known. I was just trying to convince myself that I needed to. And I think that's just—it just makes it a little plotting. It's not the end of the world that it's not the quickest pace, but it just doesn't feel like when he finally leaves. It just sort of felt like, oh, finally, not uh, <laughs> like, oh, it's finally happening. Mm-hmm. Like there it is. It just sort of felt like, oh, okay, we're finally at the point where we've already—we already know what happens. Right. So it—it it just sort of feels like we've just been waiting this gotcha.
1: long. That's too bad. Yeah.
0: So, um. Another thing I really liked about reading it in, like, single-issue form was I took a lot more time with it. Usually with comics, like, you know that I do not like to binge TV shows. Like, I like to watch one, two episodes, like, in an evening. Uh-huh. And, like, and I and I can wait. <laughs> it's
1: probably for the best, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. But yeah. Yeah,
0: especially now. You gotta make things last.
1: There's plenty of stuff out there. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) But books and comic books, I would definitely say I binge. Like I like I start a book and I can finish it in a day. Like uh just it it goes by really quick. Sometimes not all the time, but like if I'm really into a book, I'll just like sit down and I'll do it. And I didn't do with this. And comic books especially so, because, like I said, you can go through those really quickly. This I read over the course of, like, three or four days. Like, yeah, because I skipped a day. And that just felt really nice. Like, I read the first one, and there's just a little... I wouldn't say it's a completely, like, self-contained story, but, like, it feels like a chapter. And you've gone through a bit, and you found some more stuff out, and you want to know what happens next. I set that aside and I read it and I got to think about it and come back to it. And so I think that was just like, it was just sort of nice. I'm not saying like that profoundly changed how I read it. It was just kind of nice to have a thing I would come back to and read like each day. So I enjoyed that.
1: (laughs) That's cool. No, I mean, I find that that's sort of my default reading method Hmm. these days is like, but even slower. I don't know. It's just like I really need to take my time or something. But yesterday I read the first chapter, first couple chapters maybe, of the book I'm going to be doing next. And it was like, okay, and I'm good to go for like <laughs> a few days now. Yes. <laughs> but I kind of need to be reading things more quickly. Yeah.
0: It's funny to me that I think about that because – When I was originally reading them, I was reading them as they came out, so Mm -hmm. I had a month in between them, the two of them. Mm -hmm. And these were more expensive. They were your your average comic book is usually like three to four bucks. I think four dollars is kind of like the standard. I think DC dropped back down to three dollars, which was good. Too bad I don't read DC stuff (laughs) (laughs) Um, because comics is an expensive hobby. If you're into them, it's way better if you do like the Honestly, if you're reading digital, like if you read the if you're into like uh shonen manga, like shonen jump, it's two bucks a month to read it digitally. I think Marvel has its own. Yeah, even if thing. you get
1: comicsology, um, which I think It's
0: more just a storefront for It
1: is, but you think this is from a few years back, so I mm. might be wrong at this point, but I'm pretty sure a few years ago, at least, it was like a subscription hmm. type thing okay. where, like, not everything was available through the subscription for free, but a lot of things were. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. that's an Amazon uh, <laughs> affiliate, so
0: yeah, you know, <laughs> pay up, <basis>. <laughs> <laughs> But um, and I know Marvel has its own thing, uh, Marvel Unlimited. I don't know if DC has one. I assume they do, but
1: I would assume. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Um. But the problem is, I like reading physical books. Even though, like, I've fully turned the corner when it comes to Kindle books. Like, I don't see much of a difference. Um, Comic books, I've sort of turned a corner. But, like, I still very prefer, like, having the book Mm -hmm. in front of me. Especially since I like going back and, like, checking art and things like that. Um,
1: And, I don't know. I mean, the cool thing about, like something more visual in a print form is that, like, I don't know. To me, I'm, like, not – they're not all the same. Like, Mm -hmm. it's being physically printed, so, like, there are, like, small irregularities (laughs) or – I don't know. I'm just a (laughs) boozy pain in the butt.
0: Also, uh, comic books, like, I love comic book covers. Like, I love – Like, once you buy the book, you basically have, like, a little art piece that you can show off. Totally. So Totally. like, I'm not saving this stuff to make money off of. I'm not going to, like, sell my collection and make my millions.
1: Keep a mint.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, as of right now, we don't have the space on the table, so the books are just on the rug. Like, that's where we're grabbing from. (laughs) Uh, What I was going to say is I was reading these month by month, and I was enjoying them. And I read the first two when they came out. And then the third one came out and I just never read it. And this is a thing that happens sometimes. Like, you, like, especially, I was, like, this was 2016. This was, like, peak buying comics for me. Like, this is when I was having to set limits on how much I could spend (laughs) because I was going nuts. Um, and I have no idea why I didn't finish it. Like, I think part of it is, like, I was, like, maybe a little bored with it, um... I think maybe I just like felt it just a little slow. So I just like didn't feel the need to go back into it. And then at a certain point I was like, I know I need to reread it and I know it's kind of a slower read. So I'll just wait. Mm -hmm. So this is another one that's come with me through now three houses. So wait, one, two, three. No. Yeah. Three houses. Um,
1: and was it worth it, lugging them around?
0: Oh yeah, they're super tiny. <laughs> and, <they've> been, <laughs> and again, I love that. That's your rationale. The <laughs>
1: books kind of are so tiny. No, yeah, not. no, I, I know, but I, I meant more was the quality worth
0: it. I think so. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I think, I think I appreciated it more this time. I didn't feel bored by it. I didn't feel. Um, I don't know. I, I I was engaged. Like I finished one book. I think the very first one. I thought about going and like getting the next one, but I was like, no, I'm gonna wait. And I'm gl- I'm glad I did that. And I'm I th- I'm glad I read it now. I think this is one of the first times I'm like, I should not have read it back then. Mm. And it's not like a. I don't think it's like a maturity thing. I just think like when I was reading it, I was not in the mood, and I'm in the mood now, and I enjoyed it. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I was originally gonna say I don't know why I didn't read it, and I think I know.
1: <laughs> Follow your instincts, kids.
0: Yeah. Um so I've been kind of like talking about the generals so far. So I'm gonna say like now, this is the spoiler warning. We're turning the corner. You're not gonna get heartbroken if I tell you what happens. Oh no. Not okay. at all. <laughs> I,
1: I've been rip- I'm I have like a couple of questions that I don't even know if the comics answer because I haven't read them. Okay. But um I don't know. Can I, like, ask you? Like, yeah, hit me
0: with the questions first, and so mm, then we'll see.
1: Okay. I didn't even know if this was what you were planning to talk about, but I just need to know. Okay. Um. Does the comic talk at all about what happens, like, if A, you want to die, or B, when the population mm. becomes too much in this little hill city?
0: A, no. Okay. D- doesn't really talk about death. Okay b you can't have kids oh they like okay. the they sterilize steril- everybody the cure oh, sterile like okay. it's just part of it something oh, about
1: oh see that's it's kind of unfortunate
0: yeah so like, like that's something that's sort of like an that's... underlying thing yeah, that's it a sort bummer. of feels like Though i will say there is one thing i like so we haven't reached spoilers yet so i'm going to keep talking okay. about the i like I did like the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. There were some parts that didn't like completely feel realistic. Um, but there was like a sort of... Is malaise the right word? Or I don't know.
1: Well, describe what do you mean. Like, sure, I might. A
0: little bit of boredom with life. Yeah. Not, not an extreme totally. amount. I think the the losing your memory, like, mm-hmm. it only lasts yeah, a couple Yeah, it's just hundred. sort of like... You just, not... you
1: just keep on living. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, so maybe that's what a cycle is. Maybe a cycle is supposed to be a single memory length. I don't remember. I'm sure it was explained and I just missed it at the very beginning. Um, but I think it did a decent job of kind of talking about, like, there's just, everyone is just a little bit sad about the fact that the earth is dead and mm-hmm. there's only so many thousand people. Sure. Left. I don't think it's even a million. Um, or that they can't have kids, or that they forget things. It's not something they dwell on, mm-hmm. because they're just living their lives. And But it's something that, like, I, I don't know. A
1: strange collective experience. Yeah,
0: and I liked that. It wasn't just, uh, it wasn't saying, I, it did not feel like it was preaching to me. I think a lot of, like, sci-fi stuff where, it, like, questions like, mortality and other things can get very like uh
1: here's the takeaway
0: yeah like or like here's what here's what it means to be human you have to do this thing you have to do this and it didn't really feel like it it sort of felt like yeah we miss out on some things and some people would prefer that um i do kind of wish i had talked about the death like if someone no longer wanted to die Mm -hmm. um but it didn't feel empty like it didn't feel like it I do wish it had addressed that, but it didn't feel like it was avoiding the topic. Sure, necessarily. sure.
1: I had one other question, mm-hmm. which if the book does answer this, I assume we'll be diving into spoilers territory. Mm-hmm. So like, what happened to the earth though? Like, where is he going? <laughs>
0: I'll tell you after the one last thing. Okay. Because I, I really do like the art, even if I am weird about it. <laughs> Jeff Lemire is great. He uses watercolor and I think the best example of that and it's pretty obvious that like this is like where the watercolor like it, it's doing what it couldn't you couldn't do otherwise Like with digital and other stuff and that is when it's showing this kind of the storm that is kind of like below the the mountains that Like is kind of hinted that like this is part of what happened to uh, the earth. So let me go find that okay. It's just like this storm of color So he just he Jonah Cook. Everyone does different jobs over the course of cycles, presumably because they get bored with them. It's not super explained, but you or you sign up for something, and after a couple cycles, you go do something else. So he was working at a farm, and then he goes to look at this like research station. Basically, it's just there to monitor the storm below and the the crazy chance that something of humanity is left there. So like you monitor radio signals and everything. And so he goes down there and there's just this full, he opens up the door and there's just this full page spread of the storm.
1: That's really awesome. And I love the high contrast.
0: Yeah, no, it's really cool. And like, there's a lightning in there, which I don't know if that's part of the watercolor, or if that was added digitally later, it looks a little bit different. And then the next page, too. You just sort of see more, and Jonah comes up, and he—he, it's the woman that he has been married to, Inez, I believe, was her name, and she is staring into it and like swear she just saw a new color, like never before seen color, and like they just sort of have a conversation in front of it, and there are many panels and like, it's just, you can just sort of feel it roiling and spinning below you. And it's just really cool.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah this is really, really cool. I love watercolor. I'm like obsessed with it. Yeah. So
0: I can't think of any other comic artists that use watercolor. I know there are, but I can't name like to me, like Jeff Lemire is like the watercolor guy. Like that's just what he does.
1: I'm certain that there are, but I don't know any names.
0: Yeah. Um, So, spoilers. Yes. What was your question again? It was what happened?
1: Yeah, like, where is he going? Does he survive? Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Here's the other thing. This, like, opens up a can of worms, right? Like, can you die by violence? Like, if you get ripped apart, what happens? It seems hinted
0: that, yes, you can.
1: Okay, so you can... Because he's, he's
0: <laughs> yes that is not none of that is really addressed okay like but he's in danger when he's going down the mountain but right. like beyond that it doesn't really like touch on that okay it is not again besides that it's not an action or even really like a thriller type thing it's no just that's sort fine
1: of, i just i was just curious but i guess then my question really just needs to be what what's the spoiler leaf
0: <laughs> so the spoiler is that this is not a big spoiler the spoiler is that there was a boom of chemical like invasions that were made and one of them being the cure for death which was kept secret in a kind of um like Galt's Gulch type of thing, if you know what that is. And Atlas shrugged. It's the
1: oh no
0: little valley that all the industrialists go to, where the steel industrialist is a simple blacksmith and the I don't know stupid stuff. <laughs> where like the perfect society, where every, like all the rich people go and okay. like avoid the end of the world type okay. of thing. All right, but it's not completely like that because jonah is not like a rich person but he is part of it and it's. i think inez is also not rich it, it's not super clear who is let up there um it doesn't go into any like really real class or like racial stuff it's just sort of is it's not the focus um but at the same time or a little after the cure for death was found um a chemical bioweapon was accidentally unleashed it, it is unknown where it comes from but it starts in south america and then just starts spreading and it like literally like it affects everything like it's not just humans not or living things or plants it's like everything gets taken out by this blight um and it has a name but i can't remember what it is and so it it, it just starts taking like pushing people away and like people are trying to get away and it also goes through the ocean and all these things And so some refugees are making their way to the mountain, but not everyone knows about it. And eventually they stop getting new people. And it's just, that's the end. And there's radio silence from below. Um, This is not a spoiler, but we're way past that. Um, In the second issue, Jonah hears something. He hears like a distress call from below. And that's what leads to him deciding to really go. And when, as he's going down the mount, he breaks through the storm. And it it's, the earth is different, but it's very clearly living. And...
1: Like, habitable.
0: Ish. Yeah. Like, it still looks a little gross. Um, from who knows how many centuries of, like, waste and mm-hmm. other stuff. Like, just sort of deteriorating. But... There's plants and there's life and he goes down and when he, before he went down, he tried to convince Inez to come with him and she said no. Um, and he also has with him the cure for death, even though it's going to run out of his system. He has the thing he stole. The thing he stole was a woman who had a disease, which I believe is real. Um, it's very rare, sort of like you know what progeria is. Uh, progeria is where you have kids who their bodies are aging at a rapid rate, so they have the they are the size and have the mental capacity of like toddlers or children, but they are they're they're getting like arthritis and all these okay, like weight yeah. in a wife issues yeah. like osteoporosis and other stuff like that, and usually they die very young, and this woman. Has like the opposite she is not aging It's not correct to say that she's not aging like parts of her body do not age at the right Rate so like I can't remember what it was But like her brain and her heart might be aging at the right rate, but the rest of her body like stays young So she looks just like a very sickly uh, Woman but like if I remember right, actually it's her mind that is younger so um if it's not real, it, it just is it basically just reverse progeria. Like she is aging, but her body parts of her body are not. And this is where the cure was found. Like some part of he stole her from like the children's hospital. She was living Oh my gosh. Him. Yeah. Um, like bedridden and like not, um, catatonic or vegetative, but she is not also like really aware of what is going on. Uh, around her and so uh, he steals her basically like just starts a fire like he cases the place out and then realizes like they're not really worried about these kids like running away just starts the fire alarm and then wheels her out in a nurse's uniform and he gets out Um, in this for some reason he steals her back He, he steals her from whatever hospital she's in now up in the clouds and starts going down with her like on his back In a little box. It's not really explained. He does a lot of running around. You don't realize she's in there for a little while. And it starts seeming a little little ridiculous. But he takes her down. And he breaks through. He gets down. And he's been hearing blips through the radio of like voices. And he's like trying to get a hold of them. And he hears that they're by the boat. And he goes down down. And he reaches a coastline. And there's a boat. And there is errant errant is someone who i've not talked about it's the he's the billionaire who funded all of this and he was old and became younger and he is trying to convince jonah not to go out he's like and jonah's like you're the one you lied to us you said that earth had been destroyed that everything was left behind and i know the truth and you can't keep it from everybody and the billionaire just tells him like this is not the first time you've done this you've you've come down like five or six times sometimes with Inez, sometimes without and every time you get down and you found the truth that there is human life that survived some small pockets that are that survived and are now like rebuilding and every time you come back because like they haven't advanced enough or it's like not worth it like they're alive but it's like a kind of meager existence and you come back and eventually you forget. Wow. And you remember again and you go back down and he's like, you've, but this is the first, I I think he said, I can't remember if he said this was the first time he stole the, the woman um, or not, but he, Jonah is just sort of like coming to grips with this and trying to decide whether or not to go. And the very last page, is literally just one foot in the water, one foot on land, as he's deciding whether or not to go.
1: Oh, man.
0: And... I don't know. I was a little let down. I don't mind ambiguous endings, but that one was like, I don't know, just a little... It was an interesting twist, Mm -hmm. but then I wanted a little more past that.
1: Yeah, I get that totally. That's interesting mm-hmm. twist, though.
0: Yeah. So I y- assumed
1: there must have be been something with like the memory thing.
0: Yeah, but... and I really like I liked that aspect—the fact that so the only way to remember things is if you write it down. Part of him coming back is that he would like erase all the notes from when he had done it. Whoa! Why? It is not super explained
1: right like what would be the point of that
0: here's what my idea is i think that so when he's having this realization that like i've done this before um i think that the way he it's presented at the end where he's like no i like even if what's your what you're saying is true i have to go but he obviously is very like that's what he's saying but it's pretty clear that he's pretty conflicted about the whole thing he really i think Wants to prove to himself that he can leave that world behind and go and die. And I think he erases it so that hopefully next time he'll be brave enough to go. Stay, yeah. Yeah. That's what I think.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Interesting. No, I really want to read this.
0: Yeah, that's the, about the only part that I really felt like I was really engaged with the comic book portion of the story. The rest about his wife as a child, um, his relationship with his mom, which was super interesting, where they would like go, like sightseeing, like they'd go walk the richer part of town and like see, and then they would test the doors and see if they were unlocked. And they found a house that had, like, a housekeeper who would leave through the back door and leave that unlocked. And they would go through and pretend that they lived in the house and all these things. It's super interesting. I love it. I love all the stuff when it talks about when in the second book, or maybe it's the first, I can't remember, when he talks about how he got into, like, professional theft and, like, uh, the, like, chat rooms and the, the rules around that was all very interesting that's so a little stupid when he stole some butter <laughs> because it was a very specially type like made butter that had to be kept to a certain degree like whatever like <laughs> it, it sounds just seems... like
1: something I would steal <laughs> yeah
0: um that was the stuff I found really interesting um the other stuff like sort of dragged a little sort of felt like it was just there to keep you interested even though I was like the opposite I was like mm, keeping keep me with the the pros right uh yeah Overall, I think it was good. But there were, the, the end, like, was, it did not leave a bad taste in my mouth. It just sort of felt like a little, it just felt a little flat. And I think, I did not think about the explanation of, I think he wanted to be brave enough until, like, literally now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's interesting. But again, I would like just a little bit of, a little more finality. Sure. And I'm sure you could, there are many ways to think about how, like, they are immortal and they do a lot of things the same like there're cycles of things that keep going on and on and on and that's sort of interesting but it feels sort of i don't know it just didn't work for me so that's fair that's what i say. that's fair i think that's everything i have Dude, are there any other questions you have that aren't Related to those sorts of spoilers or whatever?
1: Nope. I think I'm I'm good.
0: Yeah. The last thing I'll say is that Jeff Lemire does not know how to draw a kid who is not blonde. I know that there are people <laughs> who are born blonde and their hair changes color. I was born with red hair. I, like, I'm blonde now. But, like, every single kid I've ever seen in any of his books has blonde hair. And it's mm. just very weird. They all look the same to me. So Interesting. That's the issue where his art's the same, not the style. Just the kids. Blonde kids. <laughs> <laughs> what use are they?
1: <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, what
0: are we reading next time?
1: Next time I will be talking about Bill Bryson's Neither Here Nor There. Hmm. Um, I have read... Uh, at least one book by bill bryson in the past so i'm actually kind of excited to read and talk about this one
0: what's the genre
1: um i would call it travel writing mm, memoir okay. nonfiction. Mm. yeah um very much what i was into when i bought it <laughs> not that i'm not into it now i am just um yeah definitely there was a reason why i bought it at the time <laughs> um so yeah that'll be next episode um and until then we hope that you are staying safe and healthy
0: thank you to velt punch for the use of their song fighting pose from the album his strange fighting pose once again with a comic book also with ad in it we are going to be putting some pictures up especially those beautiful watercolor storms and yeah. follow us at sundoku pod to get a look at that and anything else that we might uh feel the need to add regarding the 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 book that we read
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh and if you'd like to feel free to leave us a review Mm -hmm. um we are on apple music itunes (laughs) we're on spotify we're on we're on on all the stuff that you're listening to us on so um,
0: i'll say this there is i don't know if it was coincidence or not but there is a like real like i'm sure if you listen to other podcasts they'll say that like a five-star review or like really any review but five star on uh on iTunes is great for like just spreading the word. Mm-hmm. I think we might have experienced that because after our like within a few days of our first review um on iTunes we had like a huge spike mm-hmm. in listeners. Mm-hmm. So that was super interesting.
1: So, you know what? If you like it, <laughs> yeah. leave us a little review because Leaf really wants to us to have 100 listeners in a month.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I just want to see the numbers go up. I play those idle <laughs> games, the cookie clickers. I just want to see the numbers get higher and higher and higher. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> Show me the numbers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when the line goes up, I'm happy.
1: Oh, Lord. All right. All right. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.